Come on, man, hang out for a minute and smoke with me. Can I get you today? Smoke a lot. Lovely. Um, let me get a pound of your Swedish tea bottle. Damn. Yes, some told me to bring a lot of weed, man. <laughs> a pound of my Swedish tea bottle. You know better than that. That's a bag, baby. That's gonna be nine to six hundred bucks, bro. I got weed, got my bong out. Come on, son. For you, man. Yeah. I, I'll stay for a minute. But, but then I'm I got stoner, you. baby. Waking out of bed, getting medicated. Hey, hey. Money on my mind, I already made it. Hey, hey. I'm back to the future, I'm a stoner, baby. Stoner. I'm back to the future, I'm a stoner, baby. Hey.
Yep, and we okay. are here for the Stone of Baby podcast, the cornerstone of conversation, y'all. And today we got a very special guest. I'm excited because it's one of our first female guests. We have Caramel from the DMV. We got new music. We got new messages. And, man, I've been, like, following your journey. And I know you have some inspirational quotes or, you know, just, just something uplifting to help people in this time, right? That's, like, what we're going through right now. But without further ado, Caramel. Hey, what's up? Thank you for having me. Doing. I'm doing good. Good, good. So, you know, I, I've, I've been in tone with you on Instagram for like a few years, probably more than that, you know. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know, I was looking back, you know, I was looking back, I was like, it's been a minute, it's been a, probably a good, probably four years, I think. Yeah. Like, <laughs> been consistent as the IG fam, so I, I appreciate that. We, we witnessed each other's growth. And, you know, seeing things from, uh, as we, I would say, as a more outside lens. So now we get to be a little more introspective with this conversation and let everybody know what you got going on. I'm, in, I'm, I'm like excited because, like, now we got music from you on Spotify, Apple Music, Deezer, and everywhere else you can think <laughs> of, everybody. <laughs> like, look, like, about time, right? <laughs> right, you know. I was waiting on it. I was like, man, I need something in this song of every playlist, you know. But we, we're there now. So, you know, Caramel DMV, you're a rap artist. And we we need to know your story. Like, I want to know where did you grow up and, like, how did you become an artist? Because you got, like, a tremendous message. And if I could throw this in, it's an unbiased opinion. You are like the new age MC light to me. Really? Well, thank you. It's funny you said that because that's one of the um, artists that I definitely um, I felt in tune with, and I get Queen Latifah a lot too. I get Queen yeah. Latifah, <laughs> and so, you know I love them. Uh, so I'm from originally Chesapeake, Virginia. So um, I grew up in uh, Chesapeake, Virginia. Yeah, seven five seven. I gotta shout that out. Um, growing up as a child is, is crazy because I wasn't trying to like rap or anything like that. My main thing was back in the day, like driving north, driving to North Carolina with my to my parents and everything. They were playing like Al Green, Stevie Wonder, like all this R and B soul music, and yeah. so I immediately like fell in love with like that those artists. Um, it wasn't necessarily not just the tune, but I was actually like inspired and listening to their lyrics. And it was like their lyrics told a story. And so for me, by the time I was like 11, I, 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 I picked that up. And I noticed that as a songwriter, I was kind of like going into that that direction um, as a songwriter and telling a story in my music. Um, and so um, pretty much... I didn't start getting into the hip-hop until my brother, you know, when he was a teenager, so I would hang around with him, you know, trying to hang with Big Brother. And so yeah. I was like, wow, I was like, what is this? So that's when he uh, put me on to Luke. I was like a big Luke fan. Woo! I love the high. <laughs> right? <So> like, <laughs> Yes. That was my jam. 
Uh, so, but uh, also too, like Salt and Pepper and uh, Raquel. Oh my goodness, uh, okay. called a tribe called Quest. You know, so I really and Flick Rick. I love like the way he delivered his music because he always did like a storytelling type of thing too in all his music. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, so it was my brother that got me kind of into hip hop, and then I started. I switched over from the singing and the songwriting to the rhyming at fourteen. Nice, nice, and. What was your first song, if you can remember? What was it about? Or your first uh, song? My first song? Oh, it was a love song. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a love song. Uh, but my first rap song uh, was called Cheerio. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm intrigued. Uh, so, yes, yeah, I would tell you it is crazy because um, I was, like, um, putting up the groceries, right? And... Uh, yeah. I had grabbed Cheerio, like some cereal, some cereal and everything. And I was like dancing. And I was like, Cheerio, oh, oh. And I lied to you that I wrote that rap in like one day. <laughs> Three uh, verses. <laughs> yeah. I had a dance routine and everything to it. <laughs> now, you just said something. I know this, this is a little off topic, but three verses. And that just stuck out to me because, as you know, like this era that we're in now, like that's kind of like ancient. Like to ha- even have a song with maybe two verses these days, honestly. Right. Like as far as a rap song, most stuff is just like in and out. Like how do you, how do you feel about that? I mean, I personally, because I'm still old school, regardless. Um, yeah. But you know, the radio also changed because you know, back in the day, you could play like five minute songs, and you know, you would listen to it through the whole the whole thing. Right. Then um, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, so, I remember now. songs like the, like you know, artists like the OJs, the Temptations. Right. These brothers had like five, seven minutes Right. Like every song was a party within itself. Yes, and don't let it be a gospel tune. Oh my goodness. Oh, <laughs> man. But honestly, that's kind of like the backbone of all our music, gospel. Facts. That's facts. So much, and then it's like it's like a vice versa type of thing. You know, uh, yin and yang is like. A lot of elements from gospel are in hip hop. Like that's why it's crazy now. Like people getting upset with Kanye, and they're like, "Oh, well, he's exploiting Christianity." Yo, he been doing gospel. Yeah. You ain't hear his first right. single. Right. <laughs> he's walk. You know what I'm saying? All that stuff. Like people don't see that. But to answer your question, um, you know, now people are about like quickness and convenience. So you got to transition to the times. To me personally, because you know I'm about like lyrics and and that type of focus but um yeah. you know you gotta you gotta change with it but i think it's getting to a point now like i heard a song the other day i only know who the artist was but all it was was one verse in the hook and it was done a minute and a yeah. half that was it yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's the song these days <laughs> now but that's like to me it's it's like it's a double it's like a good thing and a bad thing and it says I don't really think of it as a bad thing. It's just like it's just not what we're used to. Yeah. Um because it's like now if it's a good song, honestly, like I listen to some of this type of music and as I, I see it as great replay value because yeah. you're giving them like a taste, but it's still like a complete expression in itself you know like it's not like a cutoff and and even just to give you an example like which i i see a lot of people catching on to this like uh drake and future came out with some recently and it's like 
we know Drake for like having the song mashup type of deal. Like you have like Sam seemingly like two songs in one track yeah. type of deal. But it's like it just threw me all the way off that Future had <laughs> Drake feature with his own song in front of his song and didn't even have Drake on the track that <laughs> I was like, Whoa, what is this? What are we doing now? Are we just trying know. to grab people for streams? Because you know they'll come listen to it even if it's good or bad. You know, like, it, it just, I was just like, yo, like, so in my in my thought thinking, that's, that's like me and you doing a song. But instead of us actually sitting down, working on an aesthetic and a concept together, I'm just going to do one separate song, and then that's a minute and a half, and then I'm gonna, and then you're going to do your song, and then we just going <laughs> to Like, what is that? And then it don't even be talking about the same thing. Yeah, exactly. That's the part I don't get. Like, people <laughs> like, diamond, diamond jewelry, diamond jewelry. Okay, yeah. Then we go on to pop the pills. You know, I'm just like. <laughs> right. I mean, you just talking about hitting the lid with your yes, own track. Like, yes. what is y'all going to do? What's it down to us? It's called confusion. But you know what? That's what the people be wanting, though. You know. Yeah, and I that's can't. the funny thing about it is like as much as I like as much as anybody can complain about whatever they don't like about whatever said market, the fact of the matter is is it's still a market for it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's that's the daunting thing about it. So, and it is just like every artist, I guess, has to get to that plateau where you can just throw out bullshit. Because yeah. if 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 Future came out doing what he's doing now nobody is what nobody wouldn't even accepted that like years like a decade ago like you dropping a song and it's two different songs oh, nobody's even goodness. like scrutinizing it or even bring it call it calling them out so yes especially in the you 90s know, you know what i'm saying like no. uh, well, <laughs> you know what? half these rappers wouldn't know <laughs> you know what the thing about the the 90s and it being the golden era is that the only one leg up is they got us is that again, because to me everything's about familiarity. If we grew yeah. up in these times, this would be our, you know what I'm saying? So no, that's fact. Then, that's real. You know, so my whole thing with that is like when when it when it comes to these artists, like they just set the they set the standards, they set the rules, yeah. you know, and and then that's the thing. It's like rules are always meant to be broken. So it's like yeah. we t- we took something that honestly. And and, and, and and we're talking about as far as, like, the origins of hip-hop. We we know, like, as, as far as it's documented, it comes from New York, cool DJ Cool Herc, you know, not even just, like, the the MC or master of ceremonies, per se, but the tagging, like, you know, people go and spray paint, and, and, and then you had your B-boys and all of that. So it was, like, a whole culture around it. And now it's just turned into, like, what I want, like, it's so secular that it's, it's, it's like degradation is, is the norm. Like, it's nothing like productive, like with us coming together and even championing some of these messages in these songs. You know, it's like, yeah. whoa, what do we, what do we, you know what I'm saying? You got, you got a 30 year old man and a, and a 10 year old boy vibing. <laughs> right. You know, it's like, whoa, what's, what's, what's true, going That's true, though. That's true. It's very so, true. So, so that's, that's, and, 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 but again, it's a time and place for everything. So let me not be 
let me not ostracize that type of music because I listen to some of it and I enjoy some of it in the certain capacities. But in the be- that being said, I still appreciate artists like you and, and artists that take a more perspective stance on how they want to create and tell stories. Because like you said earlier, it's like it's it's all about telling stories. Everything right. storytelling. Like you you. You watching a film, that's a story. You watching a sitcom or a TV, you binge watching your favorite TV show, there ain't nothing but an extended story. <laughs> you know, it's just all the characters. So it's the same with the rap. Like, it's got to have that aesthetic. It's got to flow. Like, some raps to me sound like they be all over the place. Like, each bar. Yeah. Like, what? But then, if you sit back, like, yo, he did tell a story. So, like, you know, some of it, 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 it's just like, you got to, and what I found too is remarkable is a lot of this is regional too in a sense because like you know you're going to be probably more in tune to listen to artists from your area your region y'all have certain styles certain tempos as a, as opposed to like I'm just now kind of getting into West Coast rap to yeah. be honest and it's like I, it's always been there you know I've, I've heard things yeah. and we know artists but it's like that's not like my go-to that's that's not my style my my sound like those not the type of bpms i'm used to vibing with or hearing but you know it's the same like all around when when i look at it it's like every every era is a a new starting point you know and so when 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 i talk to a lot of artists that aren't mainstream i always try to remind them the the precedence of you know, remaining true to their to their catalog. And when I say that is that, you know, we all kind of get that bug or that stigma like, oh, I got to keep making more music. I got to keep making more music. Or, you know, you, you hit more beats. You, you feel like it's like this constant thing that you got to just keep, you know, better and better and better. But, but the whole thing is like the songs you've been made, it could be two, five, seven, ten years, you know, old. Exactly. It's old to you. It's old to you. It's if you haven't done your due diligence, you haven't put it out there the right way. It's not like syndicated in a sense, or you haven't broadcasted, market promoted. You, you, you're not technically on the clock. You need to continue to push your music. The point is to create timeless music, not to keep up with like trying to create all these you know, uh, extravagant releases year after year after year. It's like, what what are you putting into the music? What are you putting into the, the craft? But that's the thing, though. But see, the way the music industry has changed it, it's like, again, it goes back to people's short attention spans. It's like only a few artists, like I could say J. Cole, like he toured on what his album like for two years, two plus years. Like there's certain yeah. artists that could do that. But like for the indie, most indie artists or people that's not mainstream or don't have that funding or that backing, it's like you have to, it forces you to have to like, oh, you got to release something once a month, like, so it can get on, you know, get out there so people can start, you know. And, and then like, it's um, free. Listen. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> so you're coming out the gate wrong. Like, you know, you got to train. Yeah. It's like we, we, we got to figure out a way to train our audience to support us because, yeah. you know, even with Spotify or, well, well I, I wouldn't, I'm not going to say every streaming service but i know spotify to be of course one of the most prestigious ones but they have what you call a pro rata system which means like 
you know, they take all of the subscriptions that they get and all the advertising money they get, and then they divide that between all of the artists and, you know, and however as far as to compensate. But the thing is, is that let's say, like, you just brought up J. Cole. Let's say you got Spotify, right? And you got your, and, mm-hmm. and, and you paying for Spotify. You paying your $10 a month. So right. your money going into this pool I'm talking about, right? So you let's say you you jamming J Cole, you so you so a J Cole fan. That's all you listen to on on Spotify. You ain't never touch no other song artist in the algorithm, right? You think your money going to J Cole? Oh no, <laughs> it's going to Drake, not. Drake, <laughs> Drake. And I had somebody ask me, "Well, how was that?" I said, "Because these streaming services aren't user centric." Meaning that, like the songs you play, they don't they don't go to the artists like that. Like the, exactly. the money you play, it don't go to the artists like that. If you're not in that top thousand, like percentile as far as the artists, then you're not really seeing no no revenue from this streaming like that because most of that money's going to the to the people in the top of that pro rata system. Now, yeah. if it was different, you know, then all everything you do on there would just straight or strictly go to that artist. But it's so costly for Spotify to do that because then they would have to, um, like, do some real intricate stuff with pulling and, and, and you know, the, with the streams or every little single detail from your actual device instead of just pulling all the streams together and say, hey, all right, that's what he did. It's just so, so much simpler that way for them. Um and then the crazy thing too is like it's such a rip off to me at times the more I just sit back with the streaming thing because you basically paying for less than C D quality music. And then most of the times when you paying for the so so called high res or, you know, whatever the case that may may be so that is that is not um was 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 supposed to be high fi or whatever, um, it's still C D quality. And I know because I've, I've, I've tested. I'm an engineer, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I do. It's just kind of daunting to me because we can sit here and, and like, mix and master our record to the to the T, and then they'll still put it up there how they want to. See, and that's the thing, too, because uh, uh, now my husband, he's an uh, auto engineer as well, so it was interesting. He was here giving me a chart because he was, like, mixing and mastering. So I was like, oh, what you doing? And so yeah. he was showing me how each – like each streaming service they'll want a certain you know that format and wants a certain yeah. uh, volume and all which is crazy though i just don't understand <laughs> what's the point of it all it is, it's ridiculous though it's all about that encoding it's that encoding but it's really them just making their money man like you know okay. if, if 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 people want to hear and that's the thing too like we're speaking on this but that's because we care about certain stuff like that the average consumer don't even though that, even though honestly, like a bad mix, a person could still like a song, and if it's not mixed right and all of that. But the thing is, is like biologically, it 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 tires them out when they listen to it. Your your ears are naturally able to like cancel out like certain imperfections when listening to music and stuff like that. But the 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 whole point of mastering is so that they don't have to do all of that. Yeah, it's instantaneous. You feel that kick, you know what I mean. You feel that clap. You, you, your voice is is not 
over the track or underneath the track, you know, it's, it's right in the mix, you know. But mm-hmm. every artist has a startup, man. Like, and I know we 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 all over the spectrum with you know the current times as far as with the streaming. But let's take it back to like the roots again, man. With 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 your startup, like I know you say you you started like back in 2015. So I just wanted so, to see like how was it for you like when you uh, was looking to do gigs and and just like trying to actually figure it out, like because you brought up your husband. So I and I'm shout out to your husband. Y'all are a dynamic duo. thank you thank you and that's rare to see thank you so much yeah that's my backbone that's my rock um and yeah so in 2015 that's when i returned back to music because i had um had decided to stop because you know how like family and everything is they're like "Mm, you know that's not a career you know they think it's a hobby so you know Mm -hmm. of course you better go go get a nine to five or you go to college type of thing so um i resumed back in 2015 and um one of the things that I found that worked for me uh, was my goal was to set out to, like, network and collaborate with artists from various genres. So mm. for me, the collaboration thing was very important for those first few um, years. Um, I collaborated, like, with rock metal bands, uh, various hip-hop artists, um, pop and R&B artists. So but the, what I found by doing that... Um, it helped me build like professional like relationships with people and grow my cross fan base, which is very important for artists. Mm. You know, they have to get out of their box. Um, Especially so with streaming. Uh, yes, exactly. And so like um, that also too helped me by doing that. You know, like building my artistic development wise, and also too it allowed me to demonstrate my marketability, my marketability as far as like being marketable in different genres, showing my versatility. And I think that's very important for artists. Um, but in addition to all that, I always tell people and artists in general that you need to learn the business. I don't care if you're reading the books or whatever, Ooh. go online and learn something. So that's yeah. it. So. They got to learn the business. <laughs> yeah. It's designed okay. to break you. <laughs> You know, it's designed it's, to screw you. <laughs> yeah. Now, how, like, so I've done this before. Obviously, I'm an artist. But have you ever messed up on stage? And, like, how do you handle that? Because I know I've done it before. And I'm like, well, I just got into the mindset of I know I messed up. They don't know I messed up. You know, it's like. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, look, if you have major artists on TV messing up, you know, my thing is this. I tried, my main thing is I tried to prepare ahead of time, but you can't always be perfect. Um, there was one performance, um, I went to the Pose Music Awards in Chicago, that was back in 2018, mm. and I pretty much ran out of breath because I was like hype and stuff like that, you I know. Was just thinking so, about it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, but, so they didn't know that I missed my line, a couple of my lines in my verse, but you know, I just played it off, and that's the thing, you, you made a good point. You as the artist know, but nine times out of ten, your audience don't know because they just sitting there vibing and watching you on stage anyway. So I right, just they don't, they don't, going. they don't have a hymn sheet, you know what I mean, right. with your <laughs> lyrics. Like, oh man, he messed that. That that ain't the word. <laughs> and then half the time they are led and heard the song a million times and still making up their own damn lyrics to it. Exactly. <laughs> you know how black people is. We all do it. That's good to say. 
it's funny yeah. you say that because till this day, like, you know, you growing up as like a kid or so you hear some uh, lines and I've heard some songs recently. I was like, oh man, I thought it was, they were saying this and that. And I, it's not till now and as, a, as an adult, I realized what they were saying in their lyrics. So, so. Right. <laughs> man, exactly. Exactly. And I was thinking about this too when you said it. Um, shoot. Um, you, you brought up performing and it it, it, it it I had an inkling of, of something I was going to bring up ooh you brought up performing oh you know what I've learned about performing man is it's a whole different sport like it's one thing to sit there and stand there and do your song yeah. in, the, in, the, in the booth you're not moving you're not moving no limbs you're not running around you're not having to think about other stuff and getting people involved with the with the set, you know, or trying to conjure that energy or manifest into that emotionality you need to convey your track or music the right way. So for a lot of times, like, as I started, like, progressing um, from my earlier years in writing music, you know, I was getting more bar, like, bar conscious and breath control. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and when I say this is when I started writing, I would write in the aspect of understanding, like, I'm going to have to, I may perform this. So right. let me make, let me not, like, if I have to trade a little aesthetic for quote unquote rhyme skill or cadence or, you know, punchlines or this, that, and other, as long as I get my message across. And it's because cause a lot of this, I think what what people don't like about lyrical artists is that they they I think a lot of times they think they talking talking at them or it's not like a a sing song vibe like where they can catch on to it and you know rap along and a deal like that. So I always try to like with with my how I, how I would try to win people over is try to do something to where I know it would probably be easy for them too in a sense, to kind of get the cadence or know where I'm coming from. But I, I brought all this up to say is that, um, you know, I, I've seen this too many times. Like, you know, you like an artist will have a dub song and they, they, their performance level is crap. And, and it's like they didn't take that into the account that yeah. you're not going to sit there and even if you got the most lyrical song, like now, now I had my, one of the top performers to me, he, he no hype man needed and none of that because I can understand, you know, because you, you can't rap this whole verse, run around, hit every punchline, <laughs> and then you know ad lib. Most of the times you yelling on stage versus what you right. really was, you know what I'm saying? So it's like you, you're using way more force. You're forcing it out more so than when you was just able to just create, you know, and one of the top performers to me is DMX. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yes. That dude. Yeah. Oh, my I... God. <laughs> that, that dude is a beast. He will get mad at you if you on his stage. Like, he don't, <laughs> he don't need you up there. He don't want you up there. All he need is him and, and, um, what you call it? Um, Swiss Beats. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you right though. That's right. <laughs> you taking it back? Yeah, you right though. Yeah, yeah. DMX. Oh my goodness, you a beast. Yeah, you freaking energizer bunny or something. I don't know. 
he whatever he was on. <laughs> but see, think about his think about his rhymes though. Yeah. To yeah. to 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 somebody that's like a Lupe. Oh man, them rhymes ain't nah, bro. He's spitting because you got to understand where he's coming from. Like, yeah. oh my god, that's like one. Of and the his best delivery, it's just his delivery. Yes. Yeah, his, his delivery. I mean, sometimes make an artist. Honestly, sometimes I feel like when a, you see an artist do a performance or a show, some that's what gets them popular. You know, they might not, and that will drive people to listen and want to hear their music. You know, so sometimes, yeah. you know, say if the song might not be getting a lot of, um, uh, I guess you could say like um, momentum, but once that they see that artist, like, oh, who's this? And they perform. You know, they perform uh, amazing and and. It, it will allow and make people want to be like, oh, well, let me go check this artist out. So sometimes performing can do the opposite as well. Um, exactly. It's good retention. Oh. And then it's, it's it's also like the time and the place for everything. Like, yeah. you know, I've been trying to tell artists before this whole COVID thing, like get more strategic on placements and not just saying like where to sing your music, but where you need to be performing your music. You know, it's not always about going to the club and then standing with a whole bunch of other artists at this open, the same club, popping they Saturday and Sunday, but they're not listening to y'all shit, and they're not coming right. in there on no Monday. <laughs> that's you know fine, but like, you said it, though. Yeah, like, I always felt, and that's the thing, like, growing up and stuff, I would go to the open mics and stuff like that, and, like, um, my husband and my, a lot of my friends would go and do them. I really didn't do, do like, open mics and stuff. I thought they were very entertaining and a good way to connect and network. But, it's, it's, it's you know, that's pretty much it. It's like, I feel like you got to go and think. I always felt like you had to, you got to think outside the box as an artist. And just, like, you hit it right there on point blank. Like, you got to think outside the box and prepare. Like, like this COVID-19 thing, I, I know so many musicians just, like, they don't know what they're going to do. You know, they're like, they don't know. They're mm-hmm. lost. Come to Stone the Baggy. That's what I was like. Come to Stone the Baggy. <laughs> well, you already, look, you already plugged it in right there. <laughs> we'll be back after the commercial break. <laughs> nah. Yeah, it's, 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 it's yeah, man. And, and honestly, me saying that, like, we're, we're definitely working on putting a lot of things together for artists to, to, to really take things into the next level to where they can empower themselves and not, not have to be, because the way we've been going about doing a lot of this stuff, these are not businesses. Sitting around just getting paid off streaming and only streaming, yeah. that's not a business model. Signing the deal, 360, and, you know, not knowing the ins and outs of how to monetize your own, you know, your own music, that's not a good business model. Like, yeah. and then on top of that, it's the financial literacy that that needs to come with all this. You know, you you said something just like very crucial earlier. You know, it, well, you said something, but what my thought was is that like, a lot, what a lot of artists miss when it comes to this music business is, and this is just in any industry. I don't care what the product is. I don't care what's going on. With with, with a lot of artists are missing is that it's, it starts with the money. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, it's the funding. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, you gotta be, let's be real. I think, well, you probably, look, you ran my thing, love, I said, you check the check, you pick, you budget, you gotta pick whatever, blah, okay, and I've done it before where if I had an opportunity, I'm like, okay, 
mm, pay this light bill or pay this, you know. But yeah. if it's off, it's real. It's real though. But yeah. it's it's true. But you like it's kind of like you say you live and you learn certain stuff. So once you have that team or those people that you know that are for you and you can trust them, you know, and you all can work together as a unit. Everyone can make money. Everyone can, you know, come together and, and, and fall in place with that business plan. So, but a lot of people, especially, you know what I'm about to say, that's black people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a man on top. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, yeah. Everybody came to listen to you. Crabs and a barrel want to see what you got. Next thing you know, they try, they claim they got something. They connected with whoever. And, um, you know, it's, 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 it's all short-sighted though. Because yeah. then it's like everybody's stepping on each other's toes, and then we're still not understanding the nature of the beast or how to stay ahead of the curve so that we're not mm-hmm. always on the receiving end of, like, and what getting at is, why could just be the artist when you could be Pro Tools? Yeah. You could be something. My, my, my point is, like, even artists or entrepreneur or whatever, People have to get out of the mindset of, well, I'm doing this, or I'm doing this, or I'm chasing money, or I'm, no. That's, it, 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 it. now, want to do that, fine. And I can't really, like, stop nobody from doing nothing they're doing, of course. But my point is, it's like, the key to being successful or poor wealthy or, or gaining a lot of money, value out of a business thing is simple. It's, it's one thing that you have to do. Solve problems. Yeah. When you solve problems, you have a business. That's real. That's true. Now, now, now when you can scale, when you have scalability, then you then you have what we call wealth. Because now, creating a commodity. And that's what artists have to put themselves in the mindset of a world problem. How can I this song? What can I put this song to? Or what can I attach my message to? Or what you know what I mean? Like, yeah. what can I solve? And not a, not so much in a socio political aspect. You know what I mean? Because right. I don't I'm not I'm not going to that ramifications when I say like, oh, we're not. I'm not talking about making the next protest song and riot music. And, yeah. and no, that's that's not where I'm getting at. Just essentially. All business is is just solving problems. That's a service. You have a service, you solve a problem. People pay you. You monetize that. It has scalability. That you create jobs, and 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 that's what artists are truly missing because they're not seeing themselves as a corporation. You know, right. You know, we're we're seeing that because honestly, that's what the label do. When you sign that that contract or that three sixty contract or whatever the case. Your name in all caps. <laughs> even right. if you're just still an independent contractor or if you don't necessarily went out and made your own company and all this extra shit, guess what? You still are a company. Yeah. And that's how you're going to be treated as a liability within that contract. Why? Because you didn't have collateral. You're right. That's true. Very true. It, 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 don't, it, don't, it don't matter about the music. The label will tell you, hell, I'll go find the next Joe Blow. It's, it's me and y'all making hot songs on the block. They don't even listen to the music. No, oh, I know they don't <laughs> listen to the music. <laughs> <laughs> they don't listen to it. They don't listen to it at all. They do not listen they to it at all. 
Yeah, they thought they thought you right. That's just, <laughs> you right about that. Man, I be having so many people in my inbox and I just had to get aggressive on it's like what songs you like. Like I'm not spending no money with you unless you tell me like you you feel it? Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. No, no. no. Yeah. Like that's why I don't like the internet. Because it's like it's the biggest panhandling like site or, or, or place, period. You know, it's like it's, it's so interpersonal. Like everybody's just trying to get numbers off somebody else. And then you got the robots, you got people who want to say yeah. fake stuff, and you got people that's just disingenuous overall. And it's like everything's so short sighted because no one's understanding two principles of both economic industry. The whole that one man can't himself. You know, mm-hmm. and even just like what we were saying with the artist, like uh, one artist, you see that artist, but it's like, of course, the most successful artists have at least a thousand people behind them working. Right. No, that's true. And that's not even, that's not even the fans. But you know, that's the same thing. <laughs> Especially now with that, with streaming. Because here's the thing, even when you sign up to the streaming service, you are making yourself an independent contractor with that company. Yeah. Even when your fans go on to stream and listen, trust me, it's where that they are interchanging fees and everything's where everybody that's coming to that platform is quote unquote can be a ten ninety nine G. That's crazy. And then like I said, you're not even getting the quality. All you're doing is just trading Having a library of, of CDs, convenience. Yeah, no, you worry about that. Yeah, because, um, and that's another thing. I just don't, what I don't understand, well, you're right now, as far as artists, that everyone's trying to get, just they think it's all about followers and trying to get this and that. But um, also, too, they don't treat themselves, they don't understand what they're representing as a brand. Like you said, it's a business. So, you know, they and I, I'm with you on that because sometimes people, when they DM you, be like, hey, listen to my song. Or I hate when you post something. You know what I'm saying? And they be like, oh, and then they come on like, and, and, and comment and it's like, yo, you, you know, like, you can get mad about it or you can just keep moving. Man, cause yeah, yeah, you can't keep, stop keep nobody doing on the internet unless you just, and then they just want to sit up all day and just be blocking it. So it's just like, no. Well, yeah, I will say it's a good time for indie artists, like this era. You know, I think it's very good. I think it's, um, I think what's going to happen as far as, like, a streaming service like Spotify, like, you know, with that Joe Rogan yeah. thing, I definitely think they are going after personally getting rid of the labels and start signing their own artists. That's what I think is going to get to that point, like, exclusively. And, and, and that's And that's more... That's way more dangerous because that's what I was saying earlier. It's like, oh, that's good for Joe Rogan. It's good for the top, top, top. But think about right. the, the regular Joe's. Like, if you're not in those brackets and, and you know it's – even if it's a user centric model introduced at this point, like, with, with, with these type of it's, – it's still – it's not going to be the – it's not going to be advantageous for, for uh, independent artists. Right. You know, and, and I came across that. And then it's funny because Spotify, how they're winning is because they diversified themselves to even do podcasts. 
That was smart, though. That was a smart business move, for real. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, I just I just look at it like artists just got to kind of think about the bottom line when it comes to things. You know, you spend so much money in video and create music, and then posting online and being in people's inboxes is the and, and it's not, you know, it's, yeah. it's it's pretty much like half of what you need to do. You got to be able to advertise. You have to, at any point, you have a, a, a great product or a great anything. You have to have a budget to, to advertise it and market it. I tell a lot of artists, like, you're not in an area back, like, where you shouldn't even be, like, uh, hyped about uh, luxuries and aesthetics. You just, it's people making songs in the bathroom, like Drake said. You feel me? Right. Like, <laughs> right. You right. They, they, they ain't have to spend all that money on making the record. They putting the money into to marketing it. If you make a high, if you put a, a high uh, conversion ad together, let's say you had a high conversion ad on Facebook or Instagram. And let's say out of maybe... A hundred thousand. You had, let's say, you had a budget of a hundred thousand, like, and then you you ran an ad. Let's say you got twenty thousand followers. Let's say you only had a thousand of them followers. Be as far as a conversion to to being where they click on your stuff and they actually support buy or whatever. Like that's what artists got to get they 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 thinking yeah. and their mindset together. It's like creating good ad conversion tunnels for their click rates like because if you see it like of course they got it like with with instagram you know if you got a certain flower then um you can like put in your stories to where it'll go to another link you know and that's yeah. kind of like the whole point like you gotta you gotta put yourself in a position where you can send people to where you need them to go you can you can if, you, if you're not advertising or you're not you know, your mind's not on advertising you're just going to be able to put it in the hands of a manager or put it in the hands of a promoter. Nine times out of ten, to be honest, they wasting your time and just trying to make money off of you, and then they wasting their own time. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, right. and it, and it's just like no one's getting anywhere. The, the, the thing is, if you got it, like, speaking of which, your single, Maybelline, dope. You know, now you got Spotify even have it where you can put ads on there. You know, it's uh, where we met, Instagram, I mean, which is pretty much Facebook, have the same type of ad program. And, and the thing with it is, like, when you run ads, you have a budget in mind, of course, but you're not paying that right up front. You're putting in the demographics that you need.
foot to the pedal Seeking more than the narrow Ice bling, temporero Eyes on the prize Screenshot to the mind Kings of visionary Get the makers do or die about this Maybelline. Uh, yeah, so Maybelline, um, so it's produced by Caesar Beats. He's like um, one of my key producers I like to go to. Um, he is also the producer of my uh, quite a few songs on my mixtape, um, the Justin Piece being one of them. So Maybelline dope. basically... Huh? <laughs> now I'm so saying dope, because I, like oh, cool. I like those. Yeah, yeah um, so uh, basically no Maybelline, uh, one uh, Maybelline is about um, uh, basically it's with a message. All my music has nine times of ten with a message, um, and this is no different. So it basically talks about how we as a society like tend to focus on like for gain um, at any cost and the social imbalance behind it and that mindset. So uh, I thought it was a much needed song. Uh, I wanted to come out with something strong and uh, powerful, but with a message uh, and a catchy hook this time around. And you definitely did that. <laughs> like, you know, and, and, and my hat's out to you because I like when artists challenge themselves to still stay true to having that message, but able to still have a, a record that can compete with records that don't have a message at all, you know, that can be listened to 
Because, you know, it's always a time and a place for everything, so. Right. You know, I might listen to nothing you buck in the club, but when I'm riding, like, I might want to chill and listen to some J. Cole or something, you know. Right. But when, when you have an artist that can blend both of those type of um, aesthetics, like, because that track is crazy, you know, like, and then the way you have the hook set up, you know, it's just it's just extra catchy, you know. So it's like, okay, what what is she where is she going with it? And then, you know, the verses is is, is always like the meat of your message, of course. Um, so it's like nothing nothing surprising there. Um, it's just it's 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 just well put together as far as how I look at it in terminology is like a. Uh, a catchy it's it's like a catchy song but like you said it has a message so it's like it's like edutaining in a sense it's like you know I can still hear that type of like I can potentially hear that in the club that's what I'm getting at it's like yeah yeah and, and, and then to throw people off like not realizing like you know <laughs> <laughs> like oh hold on this has got a message because you know you know that's the thing nowadays you know well you know it's been quite a long time where people people still look listen to lyrics like you know you and I do but you know if it ain't a catchy beat in a hook if you can get people like that then they'll listen to the rest of the song you know what I mean so exactly. that's how I, I try to focus my songs um not all the time but you know what I'm saying like particular yeah. song yeah you put things in the mindset of the market but it still stays true to your formula and, your, and you know, what what you stand for. Like, I would never, I know I would never hear you, like, on something um, not to that standard of having a message, per se. Like, you wouldn't just be making a record just for the sheer fact of the conventionality of having a catchy hook or, you know, punchlines and then just talking about the run-of-the-mill you know, uh, especially when it comes with a lot of female artists and, and rap these days, per se, it's like very degrading. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Self-degrading. Yeah. And, and that's the thing about that. Not meant to cut you off, but yeah. <laughs> it, it irritates me the way that they have um, um, transformed the female rapper. I'm like, you know, you came, I came from the time of seeing Queen Latifah and MC Light and Lauren Hill, all these beautiful queens, like, with a message or just, you can see their uniqueness, they're all individuality. But, yeah, it's like now everything's, like, the same. You got to show your boobs or you just got, you know what I'm saying? Got to have to yeah. hair and weave and stuff. I mean, I'm not knocking that, but I'm just saying it's just, like, no originality anymore in reference to that. And they try to pit us against each other. That's how I feel, like, too, uh, when it comes to female rappers. Well, in a lot of ways, that's what creates the market because people like choice and conflict per se. You know, it's just kind of like with Coca Cola and Pepsi. All the while, it could be in cahoots. Yeah, true. That's right. <laughs> you know, uh, but I, I guess like one of one of the most recent instances I can remember, kind of going what you were saying, is like with the. Nicki Minaj and Remy Ma. Um, yeah. yeah, it's like everybody was talking about this. Like, everybody was like, 
but no one would just have that same fanfare to one of their records without all the extra WWF stuff. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but if you write about it. <laughs> it's like, wow, wow, wow. So, but let's, let's move forward, man. Like, so the singles out and I'm, I'm glad like you're one of those artists proactive. So you do a lot of uh, stuff with your YouTube lyric videos. You have, you know, videos where you have content explaining the process of how you, you know, do things, you stay up to date with your fan base. So like what's what's next for you? Like, you know, now that you have brought yourself to the streaming world, you know, you have any more offerings in the queue, you know, or are we just gonna like try to build the momentum with the single right now? Well, um, so my main thing is the focus of Maybelline and building this single. Um, I'm actually going to be putting out the Maybelline music video in the next few weeks. Uh, so you'll be seeing um, specific contacts of that. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, I'll subscribe. <laughs> so you know me, I like to, when I look at, I always go back and look at my other videos to see, like, okay, how can this next video be better? Um, and so, shout out to you for Queen. <laughs> like, I, I like what you did with that. Like, that. Thank you. It, it, it put me in the mindset. I, I hate the comparisons, but it's just how I have to drop the sometimes the conclusions. But it put me in the mindset of um, something that I would probably see from like a Erica Badu or a Janelle Monae, but without like so much of the how I want to say. It's just a different take with you because you don't really get. I don't really see a lot of female artists taking this approach you know it's always if you can't beat them join them type of approach so let me go do the ratchet music you know right it's like okay but you can still take like you like like i said earlier like you can still take some of those elements and make it enjoyable like and i guess a big case in point i will always like to make is before drake you know would any of like a lot of this new music be acceptable? That's not so called gangster music or, you know, rap music where it's more emo and you're telling about your feelings or, you know, it's just more introspective. So, you know, it's 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 like we you know, every artist just has to hone in because it's it's so many people out here. You know, if when People get short-sighted, I think, with just what the mainstream has to offer, whether it's trying to attain to it or just even from a um, casual casual listener perspective or casual fan of music, period. Like, yeah. you're missing out on so much great music out here. Like, that's, that's honestly why I started the Song Baby podcast because it was like, you know, the good thing about streaming don't never get me wrong, like, because, you know, people that know me, like, I'm not super anti-streaming, but I, I see a lot of holes in it. But the good yeah. thing about it is, like, it's the the reach is amazing, you know, the convenience right. that you have. And it's like I've come into so much good music, I would have never heard just relying on what the mainstream or even my peers, honestly, with deem is good music or something yeah. I should listen to. You know, 
I I just like music and I like taking a chance on hearing something different or a different perspective or a different story. Uh because honestly it it helps me in a way. Um not necessarily like me looking for this um pieces for my artistry, but just as a learning tool. You know, we all have a story to tell. And I think that's like the most important thing with content period. Um it's just 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 being able to tell a good story. Um but I was gonna ask you if you could perform anywhere like dead or alive, like with a artist, I'm sorry, that's either dead or alive, like who would it be and like where would you want it to happen? Well, like, I mean, R.I.P. to, like, Prince and Michael Jackson, I think that would have been, oh, my goodness, I would have loved to perform um, with them. Um, but I, I believe in, like, I'm kind of like you, like, where I like seeing artists that you can tell when you listen to their music, they're, you know, they have their own unique style, they, they're authentic. And um, and so a couple of people that I like um, and love, Sade, oh, my goodness, uh, I'm a yeah. little old school, too. Like so, I like Isley Brothers, like Ronald Isley and stuff. I'm like, I'm like, okay, into that, you got you know the dusty, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but some up to date people like um, AOL Nation, Childish Gambino, um, Lecrae. Oh. I, I love Lecrae as well. Um, and his ministry with his music, and what he does. He's also like a very. Uh, I like the way he cross. He's able to cross over to different genres, but still stay true to his exactly. music. Exactly right. So, yeah. It's most advantageous when you could do that. And I, I think you had spoke on something too earlier uh, in the podcast when you talk about doing collabs and features. Like that's how you, you know, got your feet wet or in the process of when you was, you know, just starting out. And I thought about it. I was like, you know, that's something that I always try to tell artists. You know, I always see a lot of old this artist charging this artist for this and, and and really no one's made it to a point in my eyes like where that's even something reasonable because no one's made the content it's like it's like you're putting all these boundaries before the passion you know okay. what I'm saying if you want to work with somebody work with them and if you want to make good music make music and then y'all can come up with a strategy a game plan beyond that and I right. think that's another beautiful thing with streaming because, like, you're able to cross into different platforms and different audiences when you do collabs with other artists on here. Um, you know, especially, like, with Spotify. And yeah. if anybody's listening to this podcast right now on Spotify, you know, if you go and search, you know, you, you're just going to see a plethora of stuff. So it's just to the point now, like, you know, if 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 you're consistent, you you can win. You know, but at the same time, you don't want to oversaturate yourself. Because we were talking about earlier how songs are just so short. Like you you, you right. literally have like a minute and fifty second song. But that's the market. That's that's like yeah. what people' attention spans are. And and it's crazy because you know I've looked at statistics for streaming and the skip rates are high especially mm. for albums you know especially for like songs that aren't in that criteria 
you, you'd be amazed if you, because I was like, wow, like, you know, are people really still listening to albums? Because you see a lot of artists just dropping massive track loads of, of you know, that 32, 32 songs on an album, yeah. 48 songs. And it's like, okay, well, you have a prominence. So you're going to get your streams, whether it's good or bad anyway. Yeah. You know, but at the end of the day, like, for artists that aren't in that arena, it kind of it kind of makes things a little more, um, I wouldn't say harder, but just you have to be more strategic about the platforms in themselves and kind of just use them what they're for. Yeah. And it's great exposure, you know, for to draw people into where you can monetize your own audience and not solely rely on a Spotify or Apple Music or, you know, <laughs> well, man, that's kind of kinda go back to when we're talking about brand building. Or, you know, like I feel like some people are in the game because they think they can be able to make a quick uh, single, make a whole bunch of money, and they can get out. You know what I'm saying? But it's not like yeah. that, you know, anymore. And um, as I think I read an article, and they were talking about basically like, you know, what I'm saying like the album is dead, making the album, but people do it because sometimes if they sign with labels, you know, what I'm saying they, they if that's what they got to do. Um, right. But people, people, uh, I think now they just drop singles because people have that capability of making their own playlist. So it's like they're making their own album, how they want to put stuff together, you know, too. So I uh, right. all different things. So uh, it's, it's, and again, that goes back to convenience. They putting together, you said something about skipping. So, you know, they're just going to put the songs that they want together and make their own, own thing. <laughs> exactly. Right. So it, it's, it's a little more challenging for, the more traditional artists these days. Yeah. Uh, but I think in my aspect of looking at it, you know, if an artist was serious and they still were like a album centric artist, of course, still use streaming to honestly drop singles, but I would use that as the new radio. I would try to yeah. draw people into where they can, they have to come to me exclusively to get my music. You know, to a point where once it once it's bought into in that level or supported, then we can try to you know get more of a bigger reach with other yeah. platforms and stuff like that. But if we're just putting ourselves in the mindset of giving everything away and not having to want to try to put like the real work behind it. Yeah. Then you, you you know it's just kind of like you're just having conversations with everybody, not really putting in the work, and then it, it's it's going to show for itself after a while. And I've seen it. I'm in my mid thirties, and I've been doing or been around music since I was eighteen. So I've seen a lot of people fall off, you know, yeah. in terms of like having other things to come more of an obligation because they they didn't they didn't they didn't create a viable situation to monetize their passion you know yeah. and so you know I, I just i just like the way that you approach things and i just want to ask like you know i know you've you've been through a lot within the past few years and you know anybody that's been more of your core fan base they would definitely know what I'm getting at. Um, okay. But we've all been, like, having 
a tough time this year. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so I just kind of like yeah, expound <laughs> on that with you, you know, to get your take, not to get so detailed specifically yeah. or throw out any names of what's going on this yeah. year. But, <laughs> but how, did, <laughs> I got you know, how, how are you holding up and dealing with it, man? And how do you think things are going to move forward? <laughs> Oh man! Oh geez, especially these recent days. Look, the world is tired, yo. <laughs> the world is tired. <laughs> um, and it's uh, yeah, you know what? You know, and uh, you know, I could get deeper to this conversation, but for time purposes. But it's in the mu- but you know what? That's that's why you make the music you make, honestly. Yeah. And I, I, I and I. I'm sorry for baiting you into that a little bit because yeah, I know that. <laughs> Can you probably saw some of my uh, my my posts and stuff. I wrote down some stuff on Instagram, a whole long paragraph like my people. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, you, but so, but um, that's that's good though because somebody has to be the voice of reason, you know, yeah. out of the crowd. Whether if you only grab one or two people out of that, yeah. you know. It's it's still necessary Um, because I don't know, man, like the way I look at it is just you just got to be smart in these times, you know, like with everything um, you're doing. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like this is my thing, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel like everyone should have a voice uh, regardless. Um, I don't understand. Well, first of all, let's go with COVID type of thing. All right, so mm-hmm. I respect it. So I look at it like this. As as us as people, uh just in general, just the whole mm-hmm. US. Um, first of all, I'm trying to figure out if we consider like one of the richest countries. How's it that we only got one twelve hundred dollar stimulus check with all these other countries getting two thousand a month, five thousand a month. I think I saw France with something like seven thousand a month. I mean regardless. It don't matter. Wow. They're, they're, they're taking care of their citizens monthly during this whole crisis of this pandemic. Right. But our government cannot get together just to to come up with some way of of funding and assisting all everyone during these times. People lost their jobs. You know what I'm saying? People. This is all is unexpected. You know what I'm saying? And it's right. not gonna. It, 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 it's it's wild. Now. Moving on to the disruption of the the country, you know, this has been a long time coming. Um, People are tired of the injustice. And I think this pretty much, with everything going on, I don't know if I can say names and things like that. (laughs) But let's just say with the the recent, you know, the war incident, you know, Mm -hmm. this put pretty much the nail in the coffin. That was a done deal. And I don't think that these protests are are going to stop anytime soon. However, we as people need to start to, like strategically putting a plan together. Don't just protest and then it dies down. You need from there to, to come up with a plan. How can we utilize our resources and our talents and our gifts to come together as people and no longer be crabs in the barrel, killing each other and, and, and hurting one another to, to, to have change? You want change? You know, I, I say this, you know, um, and I came up with a, 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 a phrase the other day. My friend was like, oh, that's, that's cool. But mm-hmm. I look at it this way, you know what I'm saying? If we, we, I think we have a responsibility for the next generation. Each generation does, who is ever mm-hmm. here on this earth. And my thing is this. If 
if you know what I'm saying, if if I'm gonna go out there or I'm gonna utilize my music or utilize things in a way to make sure a message is out for the next generation. Because if King, Malcolm and Tugman, they've done it for us, we need to pass it along. It just need we just need to start thinking. You know what I'm saying? Violence is not the way. But I understand, cause you know, I mean, I I'm, I can't be no hypocrite. I say no just no peace. <laughs> but um, but but I you think, shouldn't really yeah, want right. to look at things and and tack, tackling solutions Correct. with emotionality, because Correct. that's when you don't see things for the long term. You're only looking for an instant gratification out of whatever injustice, which Correct. you know we can't we can't say the injustice was was justifiable, of course. Right. <laughs> But the, the reaction and the way people have to control themselves in these times and just under pressure, period. You know, yeah. I've always been akin a, a to the to the rule that if I can't control nothing else, I can control my attitude. I can exactly. control my composure. I can control myself. I can stop and think about things before I react to them because everything don't always warrant a reaction or a response right. either. But I'm gonna call. I'm gonna say this too because there has been a lot of stuff, um, and I don't know if you noticed. Like they have been silencing mm-hmm. some stuff on social media. If you notice too, as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> people, you know, because some people are like, oh, I haven't seen these posts. So, you know, what I'm saying like, you know. Right. So I know they're doing that, but it has been I, like people are going out. They're trying to do peaceful protests, but there has been footage of other people. You know, what I'm saying just going out other people trying to fit into the, the groove of the protesters and they're the ones that's actually causing the drama uh just like in baltimore it was a peaceful um protest uh and kind of found out it was outer towners and other uh groups that came into the city and started the um looting and stuff and, the, and um, it's a lot of ways you can look at that because i'm i'm yeah. not one for conspiracies or theories but again i'll just simply say there's just a lot of ways <laughs> Cause I'm not, you know, exactly. cause all we can do is respond and react to these things. I'm not right. saying the gym shooting with my, with, with, you know what I'm saying, with everybody. Right. So I, I, I get what you're saying. It's, it's, it's so convoluted, you know. Um, and I, I, I also just think on a, on a bigger notion, like, it's, it's almost like I'm gonna go biblical real quick. It's almost like with Moses to me, like you know Moses had to let my people go, yeah. and then they got free, but then it was like now what? Yeah, yeah. And see, that's what I see out here. It's like a bunch of. I mean, honestly, and I don't mean this is no harm to anybody listening or anybody, period. This is facts. Right. There's very few people in this world that have the capacity to plan and lead. No, you're right. You're right. You know, so what we see now is like no type of planning or strategy. You want to tear up stuff, but you don't know how anything works. Right. You know, you, 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 it's like you want to, no, no, we don't, when you look at other cultures or other nations and other societies, those people know how to knit, so they know how to, what do we know how to do? Like the average American spend money. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, you know what? But see, that's the best thing though. that they like, don't even have. That's that's the crazy. Spend money that they don't even have. Yeah. In the but that's like a never in the cycle. You know what I'm saying? A never in the cycle. But it's like you talk. You, you know what I'm saying? Even just just across. It's not even about black and white. Not just in general. Mm-hmm. We always spend outside our means, and we never really. You know, we want. We try to go for that white picket fence house all that stuff you know that what they call that that american dream type yeah. of thing you know mm-hmm. that you gotta um, be sleep to believe right <laughs> and, but you know what I, I i look at it like this i was talking to one of my mentors and i was like you know and honestly it's a good time to say this to to the people like you know, anybody that's out there that just want to be rich, famous, and, and wealthy, and just all these things that's just, like, super tantalizing to your ego, honestly, I'm going to really say that you really don't want that. And what I'm, and I, and I don't mean, like, right. as a, as a disclaimer. I'm saying, honestly, that's not what you're really seeking. What you're really right. looking for is that freedom. And the freedom of saying, or the freedom of knowing, if I spend this, I don't have to worry about this later. Or if I got this going on, I'm okay with, the, you know, that's that's what I see people really trying to break into. It ain't yeah. all that other stuff. Once you get done spending all that money and the materials and, you know, you sit with yourself, you're going to be like, you know, what was it all for? And and yeah. and, and that's what is exactly what it's for is, is your time. You know, everything, you know, I always watch people that say, you know, time ain't real. You know, the Super Bowl for always say that. And and I can understand where they're coming from. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, but you have to still, like, are you going to not respect my time? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the most valuable and precious commodity we all have. Why do you think you go to a job and trade that for a wage? Yeah, I totally agree. That's what I said. I actually have that posted up on my um my refrigerator. <laughs> nice. Time is priceless. Yeah, that is like the the people don't understand that time is priceless. You know what I'm saying? You don't know when when your it's your time to go. So you got to make use Mm-mm. of whatever your purpose is, whatever your calling is. And there's a lot of people that's walking around all types of ages that don't know what their calling is, don't know what their purpose is. You know, look, that's, that's a whole like totally different thing. <laughs> that's, what I was saying. that's why I like your type of music. Just it back into <laughs> <laughs> But no, like, seriously, because that's, that'd be the impact of, of having that, that relativity through just not speaking that or talking that much. You know what I mean? Where you can yeah. just really get to a point where you can, you can come, have your point across. There's no debating about it because it's the truth. You can't really debate the truth. You can only discuss it. And then you can you build from there, you know, because I know every every neo or conscious artist per se, like, it's, it's not in them to, like, want to, like, you know, like, how I want to say, you always have, in the sense where we see, these 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 lyrical artists they have such a big problem with the the other artists or the others yeah. or the meme rap mumble rap all this type of stuff yeah. and it's like but then it's a market for that but then the same people could come back and say your your music is boring right. they don't want to hear that they want you know what I'm saying they 
and they may be astute or know more shit than you personally. Yeah, right. <laughs> so it's like it's 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 kind of like funny to me sometimes how things can be subjective when you look at the grand scheme of everything. Like you know, I just I just think people just have to realize their power and what they bring to the table, mm-hmm. and 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 a lot of that is in their attention and, and their intentions and the intentions of others for their attention because all that equates to time so if you're dealing with people with bad intentions for you ultimately they're going to sit and waste your time but it it's up to you for it not to be a waste of time ultimately to be honest because it could be a learning experience right you know and that's that's what i think is a good thing with bad situations or scenarios or struggles or suffering for the strong, you know, it, it gives them a new perspective. It gives them something more to live for. I think more to think about more to, um, aspire to, you know what I mean? Like you, you, your food should taste better than it ever has before type right, of right. <laughs> right. But yo, like, where can we find you online? <laughs> like, you know, I, I need people to really get in tune with you. Yeah, uh, so, uh, good look, yeah, um, so they can go, I really would like to ask people to join my mailing list. Um, I do like a monthly newsletter and uh, talk about different things and what's going on with me as well. Um, and my website is www.iamcara-mel-mel.com. Uh, and definitely please connect with me on TikTok and Instagram and Twitter. And they can connect with me on there. It's at caramel underscore, underscore DMV. So it's C-A-R-A-M-E-L underscore DMV. And on uh, my Facebook, um, I have two Facebook pages, but my artist page is at Caramel DMV, which is all together, C-A-R-A-M-E-L-D-M-V. And, um, yeah, they can uh, check out my music. Um, though my focus is Maybelline, I will be dropping, um, you know, a single here and there just, you know, to keep the – Yeah, what is the next single? <laughs> um, so my next single is called 555 for 555. Hmm. And he's like, hmm. <laughs> Okay. And yeah, so um, so I got two things. Well, I'm waiting on. I'm waiting on the video to drop for maybe. Right. I'm waiting on a new single, y'all. Y'all gonna so hear the, from me. <laughs> so the single's gonna be. Um, I plan on dropping that actually in June. So look out for that. Um, the announcement when that's gonna actually uh, drop, but it is coming soon. Um, and of course that's that got a message in there, and it talks about. Oh, you know what? Right. And. That I would never, I would never press play and not expect to get no message from you. <laughs> but I want to say no, you know what I'm saying? Like we talked about not being in a box, so you know what I'm saying I'm gonna be talking about some other things, love and all that stuff in other songs, something a little bit more. So, but of course, I just can't seem to get away from a message. That's so still, I'm about that. to say you still have an introspective moral with Like I listen to you, you know what I mean? Like, but that's like a like to be honest with you. I've been wanting to say this, but you have like this motherly spirit to you. I don't know if you have children, but I I, I think like if you did, like you know, or you do, like yo, 
Exactly. Now, that's I like right. it, but yeah, <laughs> but thank you. Yeah, a lot of people, uh, they they think, you know, they'll, it's so funny because they'll be like, oh, happy mother. They like text me or message me that and stuff. I'm like, well, I'm not a mother, but thank you so much. <laughs> and, uh, someone actually responded to me, DM me and said, well, it doesn't matter because you're just, you just have that motherly, like, spirit, like, you know, you watch out for everybody, you know, things yeah. like that. <laughs> that's what I get from you too. Like, and that's what I say I hear it in your music. Like, you know, it's not like, you know, you want to ostracize the, what you, what your, like, what you, like, in contrast to what your message is about. Like, you're not trying to ostracize the people that may indulge into those type of things. You just want yeah. to bring awareness and so that people can be able to make their own clear decisions at the end of the day. Because you can't really control nobody or say quote unquote nobody they have to make that decision for themselves right. i think you're right you it's know. so true but yeah it's funny you say that because a lot of people even when i was younger like um they're like you have an old soul well <laughs> 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 hey i welcome it hey i think it's a compliment <laughs> yeah that's that's called wisdom beyond your ears that's all yeah you know yeah. and things just 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 click for you so it's only natural for you to want to share that with others. And that's yeah. that's kind of what I get with, you know, what we talked about earlier with the, the, the Moses type people, the, the, yeah. the, you know, let's have a revolution. It's like their intentions are good. I just want them to think or have people, you know, really think about what you're going to build once whatever you're not wanting to continue, whatever systems you want to stop, what are you right. going to build in place of that? Are you just going to still replicate the same type of systematic, um, you know, hurdles and stuff like that? Because, you know, again, the average person doesn't know how to do anything but spend money. That ain't nothing against nobody, but you just have to do better collectively. You know, so that's like, the responsibility of those who are able to have that, you know, to, to spread that knowledge. Like, we don't know everything, but it's always good, too. Like, you have mentors, and I have mentors. When we have those people that want to, you know, we come across, those are like, you know what I'm saying? Like, those are your your, your key people. Those are people that you hold on to in your life, you mm-hmm. know. And, um, so that's the problem. It's hard for people and that might not have those particular um, people to um, you know, to share that 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 those are their experiences and and and, 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 and to be honest with you, like that's again, that's why I like album artists, why I like that time frame because I don't and and don't get me wrong, and, and maybe I'm maybe you could tell me if I am, but I don't think in this day and age you would hear somebody saying, man, that album changed my life. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It's not even like it's it's not even that type of precedence to put that type of energy into the music no more to right. to resonate with people and actually build you know some momentum towards something that's viable for others other than just getting numbers and streams because I'm gonna just drop some shit and I know y'all gonna yeah. go check for it. Let's see, that's you know? the thing though. You know, a lot of artists, look, I know we're going to keep going on and going on, but the, I guess the last thing I, I could say is that um, it also, too, goes back to, I think it's a good time for indie artists and those who want to stay true to their craft. I think they would be the ones that outlast, you know, the ones that's just in for gimmicks and, and screens and stuff like that, because it's, I don't care, like, and I think you talked about it early in the podcast, 
if you mm. have like that, like you said, like the thousand people, those particular key fans, it don't matter. Um, they're going to look for you and they're going to continue to support you and you can make a living off of what you do in love. Exactly. And and expand your horizons into other aspects of yeah. contributing to the industry that you're in. You may be problems you can solve within that to, to where you become a commodity. You, you, yeah. It's all about sitting back and really, honestly, sometimes it's ask questions. Ask the people yeah. what they need. Ask the people what they want. Yeah. You know, and sometimes you got to still tell them what they want. Sometimes, that goes back to sometimes they don't know what they want, but, uh, but yeah, you know. But at least they get their mind going. You get the conversation going. You know, you can yeah. throw, throw ideas and something don't stick, you know. Right. But, you know, that's, I, like, man, I wish I could have, like, way more time to talk with you, man, because it's, it's all like, good. very it's all interesting. Good. But, like, do you have any shout outs? Um, yes, always. Well, I gotta give a shout out to my hubby, D Law. Um, so when y'all hear my, my recordings or some stuff, that's that's him. He's doing my, my mixing and my mastering for me. Um, and he's also doing like uh helping me out with the graphics and the videos. So definitely check him out. Um he's um, That's a power out. couple. <laughs> look, we try look, Lord will we try try and do something. Yeah. Um, you know, you can like to hit it. About, um, and if you want to get anything done like that, you can either reach out to me and, and I can pass on a message or you can ca- contact him out, actually out at um, at D-Law Online on Instagram or his graphics design company at Captain Cans Graphics. And, and, folks, we'll have everything that she brought up even earlier before I really interrupted her too, <laughs> in the description. <laughs> <laughs> I will definitely make sure I have everything for y'all to go check her out. Oh, I hold on. One more thing. I totally forgot. Maybelline Challenge. Maybelline hey. Challenge. <laughs> that starts today. I'm going to drop the video, the information about it, and it's going to be uh, detailed information on my website. So it ain't your typical dance challenge, all that crap. I, I just don't like doing all that stuff. So. <laughs> Um, right. So check it out. It's going to be a, a mixture of things that people can do. It's from June 1st to July 1st, and they can check out my website and my post on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. I'll have that uh, uploaded very soon. Cool, cool. We're definitely going to circulate it here on the Stoner Baby podcast and on the Stoner Baby Network. And it was just a, a, a pleasure to have you up here, you know, on the platform today. And we're going to jump into some more music of yours, you know, as we wrap up and get out of here. And I definitely want to have you back on here, you know, once once we can see some results from, from everything we got going on right now with your singles and, and your upcoming releases. Because I always want to kind of follow up because I got some uh, episodes coming back up to recap with some of the artists that, we did some podcasts with with our first season, okay. so you know we'll we'll bring you back on. I like to always try to keep things in the essence of growing with the the people that grow with us. Amen to that, and um, thank you for your support. And you know I'm gonna continue to support y'all as well. Hey, we 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 appreciate you. You know it's 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 our family. We're all Ohana out here. And, <laughs> I appreciate 
all our old honey out there listening, you know, whether you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Play, uh, Deezer, wherever you at, uh, YouTube, I love you. We appreciate you. And, and, you know, again, stay safe out here, man. You know, yeah, you too. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that, I'm not going to say what that would mean for you. I don't, everybody has their own thing. You know, just stay safe yeah. out here. And don't be violent towards each other. Yeah, yeah. Just, uh, you know. Have some restraint. Have some restraint. Yeah. I have everybody. Please, please. And and check out my blend. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's a motivational song. <laughs> exactly. Let's, 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 let's change our perspective on things. But, yes, yeah. this is the cornerstone of conversation. And you see I like to rub my mouth. So we're out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Peace. Yo. How you doing, sweetheart? I feel like a fly chick like you need to be with a fly guy like me. (laughs) We can ride through the city. Enjoy the moonlight and the stars As the molly bless the sky and the music bless the ears Sit back, relax It's the kid, bitch Soaring in the clouds Ain't looking down Self-made nigga
The hottest playlist all across the internet. Artists submit your music now to the Stoner Baby playlist on all streaming services. Stoner! Stoner. 